out of all debts that's out there from credit card, student loan, personal, all of it, a car loan is, is the one that I'm like, oh no. Because you're borrowing money on something that's going down in value. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rachel Crusoe podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. In this episode, we're gonna dive into saving money. That's right, it's gonna be all about saving. So you're gonna hear a conversation I had with Ramsey personality, George Camel, on all the ways to save money on traveling. It's one of my favorite things to do in the world, and it's a really fun conversation, and he has a lot of great tips. Then we're gonna talk through cars. Mm -hmm. How much should we spend on them? Right now, it's like they're all in high demand. It's all expensive. It's just crazy, but we're going to break it all down and talk about it. But first, let's talk about 14 ways to cut your grocery bill in half. Listen, groceries, man, they can get your budget. We talk about all the time the food area of the budget. Always so easy to overspend. So, I wanna give you some ways to cut that grocery bill in half. All right, starting up, number one, find when your grocery store marks down meat. Meat can be so pricey, but if you're proactive, call the store ahead of time and just ask, hey, what meat is on sale or what's going on sale soon? You can save a lot of money there. Don't buy it if you don't need it. Okay, if something is on sale, food, or a jacket at a store, like anything, you guys, anything. Just because it's on sale does not mean it's a good deal for you, okay? Sometimes you can kind of get tricked into the idea of, oh, it's on sale, I'm gonna get it. And it's not gonna be a big deal. I did that, I'm trying to eat better, you guys. You know, I eat like a five-year-old half the time, so I'm like, I wanna do the groceries. I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to like get some healthy stuff. I've got this like <laughs> organic wheat thin things that were originally like $8 a box or something, absolutely insane. And it was on sale and I was like, oh look, I'm gonna eat healthy and I'm gonna get it. On a whim, I added it and they were absolutely terrible <laughs> and they were disgusting. And I was like, dang it, it was so expensive already. But I was suckered into the good deal. So if you don't need it, if you weren't looking to buy it anyways, just don't fall for it, okay? Just say, nope. I didn't need it before I saw the sale, and I don't need it after I see the sale. Next, use grocery apps. Yeah, your local grocery store oh, could have an app, and you can go and find so many deals, so many coupons. You can know what's on sale, what's not. So when you are shopping for what you need, you can look to say, okay, okay, I know what to do. But again, be aware that when things are on sale, it's going to make you want to buy it. So just because it's a good deal doesn't mean it's a good deal for you if you don't need it. Next is use every dollar. Oh yeah, the budgeting app that will save you so much money. I can't say it enough, you guys. I love every dollar. And Ramsey Plus will help you make a budget that actually works faster than you think. That's because Ramsey Plus, you get every dollar in that and you get the unlimited access to our flagship course, Financial Peace University. It's our step-by-step -step plan that teaches you how to save and spend wisely. So start a free trial today. Just text Rachel Plus to 33789. I will drop a link for you in the description. All right, meats. We're going to go back to this idea. Because it's so expensive, buy meat in bulk. So many of you in my Facebook community swear by this, okay? So you can even go in and buy a cow and freeze it and have meat for a year. I mean, whatever it is, buying something in bulk is going to save you so much money. You gotta think through a couple of things though. Make sure that you know it includes the butcher, the processing, the packing fees, all of it. Pro tip, 
If you buy me in bulk that you realize you're not going to use, then you can sell it to your friends, your neighbors, all of that, and they will be thankful for the high-quality local meat. Next, raid your own pantry before you shop. Look around your kitchen, look in the refrigerator, look in the pantry. Before you shop, before you meal plan, and say, okay, what do we actually have? Look at the expiration date and say, okay, maybe we can use this before it expires. That's going to help you save so much money by using what you already have. Shop at Aldi. Yeah, Aldi gets its own tip. <laughs> Always will. My friends, my team, my Facebook community, everyone agrees. Switching to Aldi makes the biggest difference in the world when it comes to your grocery budget. Next, get in and out of the grocery store. Don't just meander around and take your time because you're going to start to see stuff that looks good that you didn't want to buy in the first place and you end up buying it, all of it. So there's actually studies out there that show you spend more money the longer you're in the grocery store. So get in and out. Next, use cashback apps. So rebate apps are everywhere these days. Ibotta, Receipt Hog, Checkout 51, and Fetch Rewards are just a few apps that can save you so much money. Just make sure you understand how to use them. And some apps only work if you scan the item before you buy it. So make sure you read and know. But man, these kind of apps save you so much money. Rethink dinner. Yes, again, we love our meats. We love our dessert in America. But dinner does not have to be big and fancy and expensive. Simple meals or even breakfast for dinner will stretch your grocery budget. So eggs are always cheaper, and you can make egg sandwiches, scrambled eggs, omelets. There's a variety of stuff with eggs. I mean, I feel like <laughs> bubblegum shrimp. There's <laughs> Forrest Gump. I won't quote it, but you know what I'm talking about. You can do a lot, a lot with eggs. Next, you can meal plan and meal prep. I'm the best at this. If there was a challenge out there for meal planning, I might win. I might win the ribbon because I have been so religious about this every Sunday night. Every Sunday night. I was like, Monday, okay, Greek night. Tuesday, spaghetti. Wednesday, homemade pizza. I mean, I went down the list to see what do we have going on. And the nights that we're home, we make dinner at home. And then from that, I make our grocery list, and voila, the food is there. And it helps you guys. The sanity, the sanity that it brings to your life when you plan ahead of time and you're intentional, not only just brings peace to your budget, it brings peace to your soul. Because you meal plan, and then you say, okay, let's meal prep within the plan. You can chop your veggies instead of buying the convenient little package where they're already chopped up. Well, that costs a crazy amount. I bought green onions, 55 cents, true story. 55 cents for that. And then next to it was little green onions all chopped up for $2.39. I was like, what? I get that it's convenient, but man, I can chop my own green onions. That's fine. So meal planning, meal prepping, all of it saves money. Next, make extra of what you have and freeze it. So you can just double the recipe when you can and freeze the leftovers, which works well too, because if you have a busy night, you can just pop out that casserole, put it in the oven, and voila, it's done. Next, try going meatless. Yeah, going vegetarian, you guys, can save you over $1,000 a year or more. So there's amazing meatless recipes that you can whip up, start a meatless Monday, that'll put money right back into your budget. And last but not least, if you buy it, use it. I'm preaching to myself right here, you guys. Yeah, if you buy it, especially fresh 
stuff, you, you got to use it because if it goes bad and you throw it out, you're just throwing money away. And again, I've done this so many times. So being a stickler and realizing, okay, this is what we have. Let's use it. That is going to save you money in the long haul. I promise. Now, my Facebook group is the best at saving money. Yeah, Sue likes to shop just once a month, except for fresh veggies and milk, because the less you go to the store, the less you're tempted to impulse buy. Audrey says, we buy almost everything generic. Tomatoes are the same no matter what brand. Holly says, it sounds silly, but I make sure that I eat a full meal before I go to the grocery store. And then I don't buy things just because I'm hungry. Danette says, word to the wise, teenage boys don't actually taste anything. They just inhale food. So buy healthy but inexpensive. Well, I hope these tips help you guys with your grocery budget because again, when you are on a plan and those of you doing the baby steps, you're building your emergency fund, you're paying off debt. I mean, you're being intentional with your money, being able to save in places in your budget, aka the food area of the budget, specifically groceries, it can just eat money away. It's, it's crazy. So being on a plan and being in control of your money when it comes to grocery shopping is gonna help you guys in the long run, I promise. Today, I am joined by Ramsey personality, George Camel. George, thanks for being back. I'm so excited. I, I'm, so I just get, I'm like a so kid in a candy store when I'm on the Rachel Cruz show. It's George, so oh, well, I love having you on. You're just, you're fun. You're full of wisdom. Wow. And I can't wait to like dive in because we're going to talk about one of my favorite things What's in the that? entire world. Travel. Oh my gosh. What's yes. that? I was like, well, I hope you know. You're supposed to have some tips <laughs> for us, George. I was trying to make it really like exciting. <laughs> Tell me what that yeah, is. Yeah, what is it? I, I'm the kind, are you this person? I'm the person Maybe I'm discontent. I don't know what you would call this, but I'm like, I always like to have a trip on the books. I'll get you the contentment journal. You're going to love it. <laughs> even if it's like the, even if it's in 18 months. You've got to like, be looking forward to something. I do. What is get that? Exci- is that how you are with travel or not No, so here's the thing. I love travel, but I would rather do nothing. Until we travel. Then I'm like, this is great. I need uh, to travel more. There, you know? know. When it's leading up, it's like, oh, man. Is Whitney more of a traveler? She wants to go all the places. It's That's all, what it is. the opposite attract thing, yes. you know? I'm like, you go with the girls. You do a girl's trip. You can do it, yeah. I'll be here in How our nice. beautiful home. How nice. That's right. Yes. That's right. Um, okay, but travel can get expensive. Yes, especially and- now. Yes, everyone's traveling, George. Because the company's lost so well, much money. Well, now it's kind of gone back down, I feel yeah. like. We're, last... we're starting to get to some deals. But here's the thing. Yes. The pandemic, COVID, everyone's like, all the companies are going, oh, gosh, we need to make up some of this money. And so they jacked all the prices up. So right now, it's been real expensive. As you go to book flights, you're like, oh, gosh, it's yes. $1,000. Yes, it's crazy. I know. I feel like summer of 21, it was just, everyone was gone. I feel like everyone did everything. They're like, uh uh-huh. yeah. And now we're kind of, I don't know. It's, it's interesting now. But— you can be wise when you travel. We always talk about saving money on here. But seriously, you can you can look at different aspects of your trip. If you know some of these hacks, and can save a lot by just really simple stuff, which I love. Yes. So let's talk about flights. Okay. Because this is, what, this is the big one. This is where I'm a little bougie, y'all. There's a couple things that I have my, like, standards for. And we are just not road trip people. Yeah. My kids, I can't do it. I'm like, You're not I, packing the van. You're not doing I, it. I know. And we have a van. We could. But I, I'm a traveler. I'm a Southwest loyal traveler. But I love flying. Flying is like, it, it is where I will put some of the travel budget so that we don't have to drive. Yeah. So, but there's ways to save. 
on it. There's tons of ways, and it all involves like apps and online tools and websites. So let me rifle through some of these, and we'll talk through them. So yep. one of my favorites is Skyscanner.com. They also have an app, and this is great for travel inspiration. They've oh. got nice photos. They're showing you some of the best deals of the month. So it's a good way, just if you don't even know where you want to go yet, you're just like, I just want to go on a trip. Skyscanner is a great place to start. So fun. So that's one to check out for sure. And my all-time favorite, if I had to just choose one, is Google Flights. Google okay. Flights is great because I can say, I just want to go from Nashville to anywhere for two weeks sometime in October. And they'll bring up every— And they'll bring up the cheapest dates to mm. go anywhere, and I can go, ooh, London sounds nice this time of year. <laughs> and so it really opens you up to some some different options and shows you what the best deals are. So that's uh, one of my it's favorite good. websites, Google Flights. Uh, the next one is one that is—they have a subscription portion, which I just subscribed to. This is not a paid sponsorship, but Scott's Cheap Flights. Okay. They, do, they have a team that does all the work for you to find—maybe uh, it's a mistake, and you can book the flight while it's a mistake and get a really great deal— did that happen the at the deals. gas station one year? Was that on the news that there was oh, like— Oh, it was like a, you paid like a cent point for gas. Zero one cent or something, yeah. and it never went up, but you could, and all these cars were filling People up. People are tracking it. You know, yeah. So Scott's Cheap Flights, I think for the month of August, they have their subscription for half off. So I okay. went ahead and just did that okay. because they'll email you. They email you multiple times a day. It's almost annoying, but it's great deals, so I'm not mad about it. Yes. Um, and they really do the best job. And there is a free portion where you can get a deal for a domestic trip sent to you. Okay. So that's, that's a great nice. one to check yeah. out. And Next Vacay. This okay. is a fun one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this online travel agent type yes, deal. And they awesome. focus on your budget. Yes, which I love. They're not I trying to that. upsell you and go, hey, but what about this trip over here? Yes, yes. It's all within your budget. So we, we love that. We love mm-hmm. staying on the budget. And then this uh, last one for flights is big. I, this is my new favorite. It's called Hopper. Okay. Uh, it's an app. So you download the Hopper app. And here's what it does. Because when you go to book a flight, you're always wondering, am I getting the best deal? Always. What if yes. the price goes down? This, what if this is not the opportune time to buy? Yes. Well, they have this thing called a price freeze. And so for seven days, oh, uh-uh. you can lock in that price. I know it sounds crazy. To any airline? To any of the flights that are on there. I don't know if I knew this. Okay. And if the price goes up, they'll actually match up to 100 bucks to cover the difference. Wow. Yes. How and much so do you pay for cool. that? It's free. Really? I don't know how they do it, Rachel. It's mad science. <laughs> it's like, is this advertising? It's just like this pop-up not, ads on the website None of this a lot, is paid so for, like, okay? No, but I know, but they're got to get paid somehow. Oh, yeah. It's fascinating. They may get a cut. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So, so you, you can book these flights, and it's just so great because they also do this thing called price predictions. Yeah. And so they'll tell you when the best time is to buy, and they light it up in three easy colors. Green means <laughs> now's a great time to buy. Orange means not great, but it could be worse. And red is like, don't do avoid this. This is very expensive. And so Man. it's amazing. They have price predictions, and you can watch as many flights as you want unlimited, and it'll notify you when the price goes down or when so it's when the dates are right. So it's really cool. So I would download Hopper to start and yeah. start watching some flights and start to get excited. But it all really comes down to research and yes. intentionality. Yes. Okay, I feel like, because I had my thoughts where I was like, I kind of know some travel hacks. But yours are way cooler I'm just, than mine. I'm a lot mine is here. like that. I know, but mine's like from like 1998 or something, I feel like. What's but, yours? I'm well, here Tuesdays are always the best days to book travel. So when oh. you're like actually going to go book your flight, they always show an average of every day of the week. If you book on a Tuesday, it's usually the lowest rate. Okay. I love Southwest because Big you Southwest can thing. track, which I do this, and it's kind of a game to me now. I will check if we have a trip. I will check almost every day on the app to see if the price of the ticket went down. Yes. And then you can re, you can just like hit a submit button thing and they give you the dollars back in your Southwest. So then when we go to book another trip, we have cash sitting there that technically, 
I had already bought, but it was like giving it yeah. to I've me. Yeah, I've saved hundreds of dollars that way. And I'm like it's you, amazing. I'm always rechecking and I go, it's a hey, let me rebook this flight for the same exact time. And, and I you go, get oh, some money. Yes. it's $50 cheaper now. So crazy. And then the days you actually fly out of your city, it's Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays are the cheapest times to actually fly out. So, Interesting. So book on a Tuesday and then you fly out on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Saturday. This but is all, this is I don't awesome. know. Yours has colors. Well, on your apps, I'm, I'm, mine doesn't have colors. I've just, I'm very nerdy. I'm very high tech. I'm always it. like, what's the latest app? What's the latest site? I have another site? one. Okay. Baggage fees. Oh my gosh. So this is why I do like Those Southwest get you. too. You get two. I had to fly another airline besides Southwest, and Southwest isn't sponsored here either. I just genuinely love them, and I forgot about it. And I usually carry on. I mean, I'm a carry on bag person all yes. the time. I'm going on a girls trip, and I have a carry on, and I can fit close to a week on a carry on. That's very for impressive. just me. Not my kids, though. That's the thing. You get kids, then you got to check the bag. And then, Party's over. And then it's done. All might your as well. fun is done. No. But the baggage fees will add up on a flight. Because the flight might look cheaper. I know. And, and then, then you're paying, like, yes. 60 bucks And then there are bag. some really cheap airlines, too, even cheaper than Southwest. Spirit and Frontier and some of those. And you got to, like, pay for water even on the flight. Oh, yeah. They, like, nickel and dime you. Oh, you wanted to breathe? That's $50 oh, extra. Yeah. <laughs> Every breath no breathing is on 25 cents. So yeah. you have a two hours. So you got to be careful with those budget airlines because the flight is usually, it's like, oh, it's $40. Yeah. But and you end up paying 175 For a carry on, they were charging yes. all this. So just price it all out, you guys. And, and you can, a lot of these, you can filter out some of these budget airlines and just go, hey, I only want to fly Southwest or American. Yes. And they'll actually filter that out for you. That's so awesome. there's some ways around this. To do it. If yeah, you're, yeah, if yeah. You're like, I don't want to do the budget airlines because I get it. Yeah. Some people, hey, if you're young and you're, you've got that, that adventurous spirit, Go you for can, spirit. Do it. That's right. You know? <laughs> there you go. Okay. So good. Okay. Flying, my passion. Love it, obviously. We love we love airplanes. Frequent flyer. We are uh, we are fans of airplanes. Okay. Hotels. This another is a big fun one. part too. I love hotels. You gotta stay I just love somewhere. To okay. You gotta stay somewhere. Give me all your hacks on this because mine are not great on hotels. I, well, I have my pe- my ones I go to and that's it. Yeah, I get that. So, I get so that. So give give us the deals though. I like. I don't want to stay in a dump. So I'm not yes. trying to go. Hey, stay at the cheapest place possible. That's not what this is about. I want you to stay in a nice hotel but get a great deal on it. Yes. And so I like to start with hotels.com and just see what's out there. I like mm-hmm. the interface. Uh, they have a great app. They have a great website. So I like yep. to start there with my research and look at some of the reviews. Yes. And once I do that, you can go to a site like Priceline.com and mm-hmm. get a really good deal. They have this thing called Express Deals. Okay. Is this and so where this, you, okay. this is it. Is this a It's a mystery. It kind of stresses me out, but explain it to the people. So it's very interesting. Here's how it works. You don't know the exact hotel. It says, hey, here's a three and a half star hotel in this general area, and here's some of the amenities. It's got a pool, it's got free parking. And you go, okay, I'm willing to do it for a cheaper price. So it'll be discounted 30, 40% because you don't know what you're getting. Now there's a way around this. Oh, really? I think it's it's ethical. It's not unethical. Well, I think because they know how much you're going to spend and what you want at a hotel. And then at the very last minute, hotel prices do drop off yes. if it's a last minute booking. So that's what they do. They basically book you last minute in a hotel that you have said, like, yeah, here are the things I need and yeah. want in a hotel. It's just really, I mean, I'm sweating right I know, now. It stresses I know. me out. It's could the you sweater. Imagine, you're wearing a sweater. Could you imagine, like, about to go to bed to wake up to go on a trip and then you finally you see no where you're staying? Yeah. I can't do it. I know. I well, here's the way it. around it is you can do the research to go, oh, I can see on the normal side of the website that here's a hotel in this area that's three and a half stars with these amenities and that matches up to what they're showing me over here on the express deal side. Yeah, yeah. So you can match it up. It does take a little bit of work. Sure. But if you want to take the time to do that, you could save 30, 40%. Well, and here's the deal too. Our friends, he swears by them because he will do really nice hotels, but yes. you get it at like 40% discount. So you're paying 
a three-star price for a four- to five-star hotel. Yes. Because you're just rolling the dice and being like, yeah. And you can choose. It's not like you're going to you're gonna choose it and go, oh, it's a two-star hotel. It tells you, here's That's the right. star, here's the amenities. Yes. So it, the key here is flexibility. The more yep. flexible you are, the better of yes. a deal that you're going to get. So, so good. there's one. Okay. Obviously, we all know about Airbnb and Verbo and those yes. kinds of sites. Wait, VRBO. I've heard it said both ways. Wait, Verbo. I was trying it out I'm a new I'm way. I'm a VRBO girl. I know. I just tried Verbo. it for you just in case I was wow. wrong. I can't make her happy, okay? You're a Verbo. Are you a GIF or a GIF? I'm a. I'm big on GIF. No, we are so different. It's a GIF, GIF? isn't it? Well, anyways, that's for another, Verbo, another time. Verbo and Anyways, GIFs. if you want to live like George. the locals and kind of have that experience, you yep. can do the Airbnb, which is always cool. It's awesome, yep. I just, there's always some kind of rules, like, well, you got to make the bed after you're done and put the laundry. I'm like, I just want to leave. So some people, yes. they love kind of being in the, in the really vicinity of locals. Yep. And some people are like, I'm good with a hotel. Yes. But you can find some great deals on Airbnb and find some really cool spots. Yes, and I think for families, it's always easy if we have like a kitchen— and stuff, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, but if it's just me and Winston, that's when I love a hotel where I'm yeah. like, oh, it's so nice. Where yeah, you can just throw your towel down, throw it down, and leave not having to make your bed. Oh, it's wonderful. It's kind of a dream. Making the bed, gosh. I'm not. Okay. A, are you a bed maker? No, no. Yeah. Unless people are coming over, then you got to make it look like this is bed. how we yeah. always live mm-hmm. our lives, right? <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. Okay. okay, so we've done flights, we've done hotels, so now we're here at the destination. What's some deals on actually getting around yes. the city or the place we are? So obviously, rental cards right now. Uh, Big shortage. Yes. Very hard to find rental cars. Yep. And so one of my favorite things to do is if there is, if we're going to a big city, like I'm from Boston, and so I grew up, you know, taking the train at 12 years old. Some people aren't comfortable with public transportation, but mm. I think it's a really fun way to really feel like you're in a city. Yeah. To take the buses and the subways and the trains and all that stuff, and it's always going to be way cheaper yes. than renting a car. Yeah. Now, if you have to get around with a car and you have to rent a car, that's fine. There's some great ways to do that. One of my favorites is Costco Travel. I'm a big mm-hmm. Costco fan, and a lot of people don't know they have their own travel section where you yes. can rent cars through, uh, and I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite ways to not only book rental cars, but also packages, vacations. We're going to an all-inclusive this fall, me and my wife, and so we're really excited about that. Nice. through Costco travel. Fun. So fun. We're all going. got a great deal. We're going to Cabo. All inclusive. No yes. Oh man. So I know so you've been. Love, don't love, no spoilers. Just love traveling. Isn't I know it you're getting excited. Already. I am. I'm like, Rachel, I live get me off here? the set. Can I, live I got places here? to go. <laughs> okay. The last thing with with uh, transportation is Uber and Lyft. Okay. Me and my wife, we went to San Francisco, and instead of running a car, because I get anxiety driving in new cities, especially big cities. I would much rather have someone drive me around yes. while I yelp the nearest restaurant I want to go to. Sure, sure. And so we did that, and it was so much cheaper than renting a car. Uh-huh. And if you're adventurous, we would sometimes do these shared lifts or <gasps> shared Uber. Man, y'all are adventurous. I know. But How here's are the, the thing? people? Were there was anyone there? Very rarely was there actually someone there. And uh-huh. so you might have to wait a little bit longer yep. to get it. And you may have someone in the car who has a spot to get. So if you're not he in a rush— might kill you and— oh, Come on, Rachel. <laughs> come no, on. Just... Be, be optimistic. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I but, just couldn't do that as a woman, though. I couldn't. I know. Do, I get you'd it. You'd have you're to solo, have a strong man like you, George, in there to guys, really bite him off. <laughs> that's very kind and generous of you, Rachel. But no one thinks that. So that's a, that's a great way to get around. And if you are driving, one of my favorite ways to find the best and cheapest gas near mm-hmm. me is an app called Gas Buddy. Okay. I use it locally here while I'm at my house. Going, where should I go for gas today? Interesting. And so Gas Buddy's awesome. Sometimes they have even cash back. Like, you're going to get seven cents back per gallon if you uh, take a picture of your receipt. So there's some great ways in that. It'll show you where the nearest gas is and how cheap it is. Mm-hmm. And so I like to use that to go, okay, it's actually 15 cents cheaper to go a mile down the road. Yes, yes. So there's some great ways to save on gas that way as well. So good. I know it's interesting because even—and Winston and I do this if we go somewhere— 
I will like Uber or Lyft, you can price out ahead of time how much it will be from like the airport to where you're staying. And I'll do that and I'll compare, okay, if we did that there and back, how much is that? You know, and and sometimes depending on the destination, how far it is, it is cheaper just to rent a car. But most places, most times it's like, no, it's actually cheaper if we just do little rides here or there. But anyways, we always price it out. Um, okay, you mentioned packages before. Yes. But there's usually some great deals of like an all-inclusive package, right? With oh, everything. Yeah. So where where can people find those? So the one of the places you can start is like a kayak.com, one of these mm-hmm. third-party travel sites. But here's what I want to tell people. A lot of the actual resorts and places that you might stay, they're trying to compete with these third-party websites. They don't want to lose business to yep. the kayaks and the Expedias. So what I want you to do is find out from Kayak and then call up the actual resort and say, hey, I've got this deal. Here's what I'm paying. Can you guys match that? And a lot of times they will, and there's extra perks if you book direct. Interesting. And so I always okay. want people to actually get on the phone with someone, get on the online chat, and talk to a real person. That's one of the biggest hacks out there because usually they're very helpful. They yes. want to earn your business, yes. and they're willing to to go above and beyond to make. And that you're happen. taking the third party out if you're dealing yeah. just directly with, which the is always safer. We've we've heard some horror stories about people using some of these third party websites like yep. an Expedia, and and yep. it absolutely ruins the trip. And they go, "Wait, you didn't book with us?" And you go, "Wait, I booked it through this third party." <gasps> so whenever there's a middleman, mm. it can just be a little bit dicey. It's just a little bit more risky, you know. A little bit more risky. Yeah. Okay. So uh, always check with the actual place first to see if you can get a better deal. This is so good. Okay. Any other just general ideas? The general one, I just love, I'm a huge Costco travel fan. So for a package, if you just, you're not really sure where you want to go, do that. And I always call or I chat. Here's what I did. I was like, hey, I want to go, I want to do an Mm all-inclusive. I want somewhere that has, you know, some nice sand and water. Mm -hmm. Here's my budget. Mm -hmm. Where should I go? And on the phone, she said, hey, I would go to the Dominican. I would go to Cancun or Cabo for your budget. Wow. And here's the best times to go based on your budget to get the best price. And I was like, you just saved me 14 hours of research. And and then I said, what's the best resorts in those areas if you had to choose? Here's where I would go. And so they know so much. They live in this world. And so So talk to someone and have them help you narrow down your research to where you go, okay, I just have to research three instead of 40 because it can be overwhelming. Yes. You know, it's interesting. I feel like, you know, you look back in like the 70s, 80s, even 90s, if you went somewhere, especially somewhere really big for vacation, you used a travel agent. Yes. Like, that's what you did. You would go to their office. They would have brochures and pamphlets and stuff, and you would, like, book through a travel agent. That's how you would travel because there weren't websites. You couldn't go couldn't online. Google. There was no online. Like, you couldn't Google. You couldn't just book on your phone. You, like, literally had to go to a professional. And then I feel like travel became so accessible where anyone could do it, right? You could do it. You can do it so inexpensively now. You can kind of build your own thing. Like, it's not as expensive as as it used to be, I feel like. That's yeah. why a lot more people travel now and more frequently. And then now, I feel like it's wrapping back around to having these, like, specialized people in it are now, like, gems, right? Oh, like, I yeah. feel like we've been out of it so much. Of just, We're like, in the information age. There's too much information. Yes. And, and we don't ha- know how to narrow it all down. That's right. That's right. So now we've come back around to be like, oh, you're an expert in this? Please help me. Help yes. me. So that's so good. And I think, too, guys, remember with your budget, and you said this kind of earlier, but know where you're traveling to. You know, it's going to be more expensive, obviously, to go and eat out in New York City yes. versus Gatlinburg, Tennessee. You know, oh, yeah. it's just and like a lot the of people don't they don't budget for all the things. They're like, well, food will be this much. It's like, wait, do you know four people eat out for every yes. single meal for five days straight? It's like twelve hundred dollars. Well, and to be and like to look up price it. Like if there's a restaurant you want to go to, I've heard so many people, especially with New York. I feel like I hear this a lot. Like, oh my gosh, did you know how much it was for just pretzel and a coffee or whatever? And I'm like, 
Yeah, they can charge. Whatever. I mean, like I know yes. it's expensive. Here's what you don't want. Just what you're you used don't to want a bunch home. of all the free spirits on one trip. You got to have a nerd in there somewhere. Yes. Goes, guys. I did the research. Plan Here's where out. we need to go. That's right. Have a, have a little bit of an itinerary. Of course, that plans can change. Yes. But I'm the nerd who's like, here's our itinerary. Here's where we want to go. I've researched the menu. Yes. Here's what I'm ordering. Here's mm-hmm. how much it will cost us. And so if you want to go that deep, that's fine. I'm not saying everyone, you're the opposite. No, well, here's the thing, George. I'm about to just <gasps> flip everyone on their Secret head. Because everyone thinks that I'm like, oh, I'll do whatever. I I can be a travel agent and sleep train babies. Those are the two spiritual gifts I have in life besides this I don't think that's in the Bible, but I, I, know, I love I, they, it. I am so, I'm so good at them. I really am. And so travel, I like find joy in looking up. I was talking to um, another friend, Naomi, about this earlier this weekend. We were talking about, I'm like, yes, I'm like, I like to look up reviews. Yes. And I love to look up the airlines every day to get it. Like, I love like digging into the details this of, of a trip. Yeah, I look up menus at restaurants 100%. Yes, to I love know. to know. I don't, because here's the thing it all comes back to regret and FOMO. Yes. I don't want to order the wrong thing and my buddy get, oh, I should have got the fajitas. And does Wendy Always appreciate you fajitas. though? Does, she does. I mean, at the after the trip, is she like, gosh, George, that's amazing. That's my what wife Winston is, always yeah. is like, Thanks. Rarely does she Amazing have moments job. of thankfulness for me, but trips are, are one of them. I feel like so good. I just, I'm really good at it. Yeah. Anyways, we should have our own travel show, George. This is great. This or is travel so agency. Yes. I have a whole business plan. These people plan. would book. Do you want to know my business plan? What is it? I'm going to create a business that I will sleep train your baby for four months. Okay. And then I book a trip for you when the baby's a year, because I know, you know, That's they brilliant. like to nurse all that. And it's a package. It'll be very pricey. But I'm gonna pick out. I'll probably do it for six families a year, and I could charge. Can a I? Lo- I could charge a lot for that. Okay, when we I have kids, so let, let us be the first experiment. When we have kids, I'll do and it. Do it for free. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come Please. back on here. <laughs> okay, George, this was so good. Thank you for it. coming on. All the travel, honestly, you guys, this saves you time. It saves you money, and you get to experience life because we're all about creating a life that you love. And if you guys want to start saving up for your next vacation, our Every Dollar app will help you save faster than you think. That's because with Ramsey Plus, you get unlimited access to our flagship course, Financial Peace University. And that is our step-by-step plan that teaches you how to save and spend wisely and pay off all of your debt. So to start a free trial today, just text Rachel Plus to 33789. All right, the car market feels insane right now because it is. And there's a lot of people asking the question, how much should I spend on a car? It's a question we all ask at some point in our lives because most people have a car, right? And it's something you have to upgrade or you have to change depending on your family. There's a lot of reasons why people need a new car. And we live in a culture that just celebrates cars, even though technically— What they're for is to get you to point A to point B. (laughs) That's about it. So when you look at it in a really utilitarian way, it's literally all you need to go here to here. Home to the grocery store. Home to work. Home to a friend's house and back. Like, it's just getting you from one place to the other. But it's not that simple because, well, there's a whole experience that happens. You know, when you get into a car, it smells good, usually, if it's newer— looks pretty, there's all this new technology, and people fall in love with what's going on on the inside. They fall in love with the brand, what's on the outside, and it starts to become people's identity. You look at a nice car and you think, wow, they must be doing really good. 
or you see a car, it's like breaking down and has duct tape and like a bungee cord holding the bumper on, and you're like, oh, okay, you know. I mean, people like judge people by their cars. It's just, it's crazy. So I want you to get to a place emotionally, but also financially, where you can buy a car guilt-free, where you know, yes, I'm being responsible in so many ways, and well, the Ramsey way will do that. So let's say if you are in baby steps one through three, which is baby step one is a $1,000 emergency fund, baby step two is getting out of debt, and baby step three is a fully funded emergency fund. When you're in these baby steps and you need a car, you really, really have to think through, okay, what is a need versus a want? Because again, yeah, a lot of people need a car. Again, what I just explained to get places, but a lot of wants start to creep in. So if you're on baby steps one through three, you want a reliable used car. And yes, there is such a thing as a reliable used car. I will tell people things like, hey, you can get a $5,000 car. Is it the best car in the world? No, it's not the best car in the world, but it'll take you from point A to point B. And you know, you get you get a Honda Civic, you get a Toyota Camry, you get these cars that have long track records, you know they're gonna run forever, and you get an inexpensive one while you're, again, grinding out, while you're getting out of debt, and you're saving up for an emergency fund. This is sacrifice time, people. This is sacrifice time, and that includes your car, okay? And, and, and people hate this because if they have to upgrade or if their car is not reliable and they're having to buy a new one in this process or they just they just want one, they're like, oh, but I don't want like that car because that's not me. You know, I'm not a 94 Honda Civic. No, you're not a 94 Honda Civic. No. But in the moment, in the next two years, you might be for a little bit and that's okay. That's okay. Our cars do not define us. So you really have to get that emotionally, especially when you're in baby steps one through three. So Once you eliminate debt, though, you have no debt, you have a fully funded emergency fund, then you're in a place with a really solid financial foundation where you can say, okay, I'm at this place. Again, no debt. I have money in the bank, and I'm going to be on baby steps four, five, and six, which is funding retirement, kids' college, and paying the house off early. You're in this place. If that's where you are, then you can afford to step up. You can even afford to get some wants. You know, you're in a season of life that you are— financially good, you can save up, you can pay cash for a car, and it's kind of as an upgrade, and I think that's awesome. Just remember, keep it within reason. However much you decide to spend in those baby steps, that is totally up to you. Now, I do encourage still buying used cars until you have a net worth of a million dollars, but you can buy a car that is two years old or older. That's always a great thing because when you buy a brand new car, the value just like, it goes down. Now, different percentages, people say different things, but anywhere from like 9 to 12% of the value just leaves immediately. And that's what a new car costs you. So while you're on baby steps four, five, and six, I think it's a great thing to say, no, I mean, we're going to get another, a, a step up of a used car. And it's great. There are some great used cars out there. You can get, a, you know, some nicer ones. It's great. It's awesome. Now, one of the guidelines we do talk about is to keep your vehicles within 50% of your annual income. So and you don't have to live in that sacrificial life forever like you were in baby steps one through three. Then you were living on rice and beans. You were doing nothing but paying off debt and saving. When you're beyond that, you can enjoy some of your money. Now, if you're on baby steps seven or you have a million-dollar net worth in baby steps four through six, you have permission to buy a brand-new car. 
Yep, once you have a million dollar net worth, that's when you can take the hits of a brand new car. You can, when you drive it off the lot, it's okay. Financially, it's not gonna shatter you, and it's great. New cars are fun. We bought a used BMW probably about five years ago. We bought, fast forward, this has been all a year and a half, our van, our Honda Odyssey. I talk about that van a lot because it is fabulous. And we bought it new. Yes, we did. We traded in an SUV for it, and that hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, we traded in a, a cool mom car mm-hmm, for a van. But I took the humble pill, and it's great. It's so great. Now, when Charles goes to kindergarten, my van was a five-year plan. So when he goes off into that first day of kindergarten, I'm going back to a cool mom SUV. So we'll see what I get there. I really want a Tesla, but I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. But we all have a dream of a new car, and that's great. Kind of your dream car. Think about it. It's not a bad thing. Cars are not a bad thing, but we want to be smart. Now, last thing that is so important is the cost of your car isn't just what you pay for it when you buy it, okay? Think about it. You have to buy insurance for it, yes. And an independent insurance agent can help you get the right coverage. Getting car insurance quotes from our pros is really easy because they shop around for you. Our endorsed local providers can help make sure that you have the right amount of insurance that will not break the bank. So to get all of this information, text AUTO to 33789 to connect with a professional that you can trust. Now, no matter what phase of life or baby step you're in, remember this. Always take your time. A car is not like a knee-jerk reaction where you just think one day, I kind of want a car, and you just go buy one. No, no, no. Just take your time. It's a pretty big purchase, okay? Also, do your research. Look around, especially if you're buying a used car, even if you're buying a new car. There's different models. There's different pricing. Figure out and actually have the research. Don't just walk onto a car lot and let the car salesman, you know, woo you into something. Know what you want ahead of time and just take the time to research. Also, get a third-party opinion on the car you're considering. So if one of your friends maybe drives this kind of car or you know somebody who's really good like in this area of life, like they know cars and all of this, like ask people, kind of get some opinions just to kind of figure out, okay, is this a smart purchase? And then always ask yourself, is this a need or a want? And again, depending on where you are in the baby steps, depends on what's okay or not. So some of you, it's a need. And you just need what you need. You need to get to point A to point B. That's it. Nothing else. Some of you, there's some wants. And you're at the place financially where you can do that. And that's great. Also, you need to ask, is wanting a new car okay in your season of life? Run the numbers. Figure out, is this a smart decision? But whatever you do, you guys, whatever you do, do not take out a car loan or a car lease. In fact, leasing a car, according to Money Magazine, is the most expensive way to finance a vehicle. Do not lease a car, and then also don't go get a car loan, okay? Out of all debts that's out there from credit card, student loan, personal, all of it, a car loan is is the one that I'm like, oh, no, because you're borrowing money on something that's going down in value. You're paying more for the car at the end because of interest for something that is going down. It's like going in opposite directions. You're paying more for it to go down, and you're like, no, no. You know, at least with a mortgage, your house, knock on wood, it's going up in value. You know, you're paying interest on and all that, but it's going up in value. Even student loans, we hate them. We hate student loans so much. But you have a piece of paper that's supposed to say, I can make something of myself out in the world. The knowledge I gained in this 
hopefully is going to allow me to make more money out in the real world. It doesn't always happen, but that's the hope and the promise, right? But car loan, makes no sense. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Well, I hope these car tips will help you on the road to building wealth because that is what I want for you. But I'm curious, what kind of cars are you driving right now? What kind of car are you driving while you're getting out of debt with your emergency fund? What's your dream car? Comment below. It's always a fun conversation. Oh, cars, you know, you love them, you hate them. (laughs) Just a part of life, though, so you want to be smart when it comes to buying a car. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And thank you, George Camel, for being on with me. And if you guys have not subscribed to this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if the spirit leads, you can leave a review. And as always, make sure to take control of your money and create a life you love.